Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Igla. Of course, it's me, your host, Paolo. And for today's episode, uh, we have another returning guest. So I think he joined us, I think, last season, uh, season two, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm glad that he's back uh, because at least now we get to talk more about him. Unlike before where, you know, we talk about topics, like it was more topic-based than person-based. At least now we get to talk to him as in getting to know who he is as a person. So to introduce him, so this person is a nonchalant, next-door neighbor kind of guy. He is always down to grab a drink, grab a bite, or just play games on the weekend. He works in cybersecurity but doesn't mind giving it all up to be a house husband. So welcome back on Iglap again. Uh, Prashant, hey Ash, how are you? Hey Aguas, how are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm really good. So... I'm glad that you're back. I think you joined us last season, right? I mean, the, the yeah, last. Yeah, I think I ended on around the tail end of last season. Yeah, like and you're in the tail end of this season, so perfect. Oh. I'm here. Oh. I'm <laughs> <not> yeah. so glad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so I'm not sure if you've seen the other episodes, but before we start, I usually ask my guests to like share a fun fact about themselves that not a lot of people know about. So, yeah, go go ahead. All right. Um. Fun fact about me, uh, I've always been into gaming, but I never like, you know, outright told people. And and then that's mostly because the games I was into were never the popular ones. They were the and the low-key ones, you know. And surprisingly, that's where actually my entire career started because I was into games so much. I was like, hey, I wanna abuse the system. I want to cheat the system. Got into like you know script kiddies, like basically just copy stuff, download from online, tried to plug it in in the online games, you know the MMORPGs. And from there, I was like, okay, oh, you, this is how they do it. Decided, and I got I chose Comsci, and now I'm cybersecurity. <laughs> uh, so that's okay. That I mean, for knowing you for as long as I do, I didn't even know this. <laughs> wow. So am I not part of the inner circle to know this? I mean. <laughs> uh there is no industry because like it's like how do you tell someone oh i i start i got interested in computer science because i was like hey i can do some cheats and i was able to code some cheats while in high school so might as well go into comp sci yeah dude i mean we we know shit about each other that we wouldn't repeat (laughs) in front of others i mean that's something i would have just you know deposited in my mind bankers or something but but yeah, pretty cool. So you mentioned that you're into cybersecurity, and that is actually what your episode last season is about. Yeah. Uh, mostly cybersecurity. But for this episode, we'll try not to talk about that just because I want <laughs> to get to know you more as a person. So the first thing I want to talk about is modern masculinity. And the reason why I want to talk about that is you mentioned in your introduction that you, you're willing to give up your career to be a house husband. And the thing is, I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But you know how the older generations, they have like this idea that if you're the, you know, the man in the relationship, like if you're a man and you're married and whatnot and you're in a relationship, you have to be like the provider while your partner, who's usually a girl, I mean, depending on what kind of relationship you're in, she's the one who's supposed to be like a homemaker or a housewife or whatnot, right? But... I noticed that there's like this rise of men who are willing to stay at home to take care of their more, you know, corporate wives, I'd say. So I'm just wondering, like, how did you 
decide that you don't mind being a house husband? Like, were you serious when you put that in your introduction? Ash, are you still there? Okay, I'm not sure if it's my connection or his connection. But, uh, okay, we'll just wait for Ash to come back. I'm not sure where he is. Okay, so while Ash is um, fixing his... Uh, this issue. Uh, I think he has some technical difficulties. I'd like to thank uh, my sponsors. So thank you to Swagat Indian Cuisine. Hi, Ash. Uh, for sponsoring ever since uh, season one. Thank you to Maskimore Manila. And thank you as well to Comicet. So while Ash is, um, you know, trying to get back with us and all, uh, I, I want to ask you guys now. So for those who are watching, if, if you have any questions or if you want to give your idea on the topic just comment them down below and we'll try to get to it now so yeah uh so while we're waiting for ash i just want to plug in as well so iglap is not just you know this one wherein we have like an hour or maybe hour and a half episodes we do have short talks so the short talks are spotify exclusive so you just have to go to spotify type iglap and you'll see a mix of both the the normal episodes the ones that are like one hour and more and the short talks, which are usually around 20 minutes or less. So for this part of the short talks, it's mostly about um, relationships in the sense we're in this and that, uh, proper wordings, stuff like that. So some of the episodes that we've had there are red flags, flaws, green flags, and gray flags, which is all about different aspects of a person. You know, red flags being not so great, you know, the, the, the things we're in one should fix before they get into a relationship flaws i mean we all have flaws uh green flags these are the great things about you and the gray flags these are like the neutral things about you then one of the more popular episodes for the short talks is the right qualities and versus the good qualities another one is the campfires and the fireworks i think that one is one of the more excellent episodes you know i got that from my friend marcella where she was explaining to me how her principal when she was i think high school probably explained to her that there are two kinds of people in the world there are the fireworks and there are the campfires or the bonfires sorry then my latest episode for the iglap short talk is the jar of life which is one of my favorite analogies about life love and everything in between so you can definitely check out the iglap short talks on spotify it is a spotify exclusive uh give it a go there it's there every sunday so it's uploaded every sunday there's always going to be a new episode and if you have any requests about you know let's say you have a particular question or there's something you need to that you want uh, yeah a particular question or there's a topic that you'd want my opinion on and all these things you can just message us on facebook uh and instagram that's the those are the two best places to message iglap just so that uh you know i get to read what you sent because i'm gonna be honest with you we get a ton of emails uh that's i don't really give out the email address anymore so if you do want you know a particular topic to be discussed and all of that yeah so I think Ash is back. So hey, Ash, sorry, are you okay? <laughs> I apologize for that. No um, worries, no worries. Kind of, kind of funny. Um, the, the the tech guy had the you know tech issues, I guess. 
the, the blue screen of that. It's okay. But were you able to hear my my question, or did, did or was your yeah. computer humming? No, actually, I heard it. It was about uh, toxic masculinity and how, like nowadays, you know, men are a bit more okay to stay, but compared to the older generation, right? Like, yeah, yeah, basically that. They like they're okay to let the corporate counterparts of theirs, you know, uh, earn the money, if you will, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, um, but what, what's your? I don't know. For me, it's it's just normal. It it doesn't I. It's hard to, you know, re talk about something like it's just isn't that what's wrong with that, right? It's difficult to bring up the topic such as, uh, oh yeah, this should be done because of this and this and this. I'm like, for at least from I guess from also from your side, it's like, like what, what's what's the question here, right? You come up with like, what's the concern here? It's, that's that's normal. That's there's something weird about it. But yeah, so. Uh, for me, at least, I guess I didn't. I grew up in such a way. I guess you know, like maybe be more educated, a bit more, you know, open to different cultures and all that. So I'm like, it's there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't know if if I if I really have to say it, at the core of it, I think every guy, no matter how traditional they are. I don't aside if you if you drop their ego there they'll be completely fine with that if anything they'll prefer that because you know honestly a guy generally will be like so you tell me i get to stay home enjoy life and obviously there's some chores and responsibilities come with it but i won't have to stress with all of that other um living expenses living stuff right um the core of it every guy will be lazy and they'll just love it it's just that ego gets in the way yeah and i guess also like what you mentioned different cultures and such and i guess where you grow up because especially like in the philippines right um there's this toxic masculinity we're in i'm I'm not sure if you've seen these posts but you know there are a lot of these um local rappers or local singers who say a lot of troubling things wherein it's more about how men should be the ones taking control of the relationship and all these things and women should just follow but like what you mentioned, you and I, I guess we we do have similar, um, maybe beliefs. Yeah, beliefs in terms of things like this. I mean, me personally, I don't mind being a house husband too. I mean, I love to cook. I mean, you know that. I love to cook, to to clean, and all of these things. But I guess I want to ask you, um, personally, do you know or do you have any friends who wouldn't be comfortable with something like that, like being a house husband and stuff? Well. If I know them, they're not friends. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So like, just to just to put it out there, like, um, um, maybe it's not like I'll be enemies with them, but it's not like we'll be a core group of friends. If yeah. they find that weird, if they find that odd, or even emasculating for them, I'm like, why? <laughs> but but I do but I do have people in my life. I'm not saying like they're close or whatever. Who do other belief? Um, and it's always surprising because those are the typically the guys who should let their partner take control because they have factors aside in their life that they just give up. Like whether it's their financial responsibility, whether it's their lack of cleanliness or 
you know, just being a healthy lifestyle, they're the ones who are like, no, 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 like a man should provide. You know, that's the ironic part there. Like they should be the ones to give it up because they need the help. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess also like, you know, thinking about it, like what you mentioned, like, because you love playing games, you, you know, you have your own video games. I'm a 2K kind of guy because I don't want to think, you know, just basketball. Like, you know, I was thinking about it one of these days. I think I was asked by another, by an acquaintance about this. Like, would I be willing to be a house husband if, let's say, my future wife is earning, let's say, $3 million a month? I was like, sure. I mean, I wouldn't have to be, I mean, I wouldn't have any corporate stress. I'll just be at home yeah. cleaning, cooking. Then when I'm done, I could play 2K or hang with you or play basketball, right? Just be home uh, before she is just so I could cook her dinner and stuff like that. Dude, I'll, I'll be home with the dogs, right? <laughs> right? Like, what if your partner is earning 7 million pesos a month? Wouldn't you be game to just do all of that? There's like, like, I cannot cook for anything, but I will find ways. Like, with, with that amount of earning, like, put me into cooking school. Like, or if not cooking school, like, we'll get someone to cook for us, right? Yeah, like, like it's not even the cooking. Like you know, I think I won't lie. Like for me, like cooking might be my weakest strength, right? I'd rather like okay. Yeah, yeah. I will subscribe to you know those meal plans or you know be the one to organize somehow to get food, whether it's um through a business, a small business, or whatever, right? Just get something going, or even someone to come and cook, right? But like why will I not give it up? Like why why would I be it's like no 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 I wanna struggle too with you. I wanna struggle. <laughs> I want to struggle with my like, let's say two hundred thousand salary while you're earning seven million, which doesn't really make a huge difference, but right. Just just so just as a sense of accomplishment. I'm like, what did the sense of accomplishment come from being with a partner who's so achieved? And if a if you're, if a partner is earning that amount, like a big lump sum every month then they probably have a lot of burden right and yeah. if you're their partner you should be having it with them you should be like taking over some of them and i know it's a bit of segue but like one thing i tried to and i and i i think i very much fail at it but i tried to be mindful and improve on is mental workload um taking mental workload so usually in a you know, when you think of a relationship, a guy, a girl, it's usually the girl who's having the mental workload, whether she's thinking the about the, the groceries, not just, just the organization stuff, the mental workload to run a house, you know. It, it's not obvious, but, you know, from the time one of the partners will wake up, they'll, they're already thinking about, will there be food for here? Will there be food for tomorrow? Hey, the, this is going bad already. Hey, we should be getting the new cleaning supplies. Hey, wait, this is broken. I should work with the maintenance today to you know get this repaired. Oh wait, I should go get the car, you know, uh checked for routine stuff. You know, like there's so much things going on uh in the household. And usually it's the uh girl in the relationship who takes care of that. And if your partner's earning so much, like give me all that workload, like don't even stress about the ref being broken down don't even stress about you know the gas is gone or empty right like that's my job now and if if at all i can all i can offer is when you're home you're done you don't think of anything else i'm to a certain degree i think i've half the load and you know 
I mean, that's that's the bare minimum. Of course, there's you know you got to be there for your partner for emotional stuff and all that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I completely agree. I mean, that's the thing, you know, like what you mentioned. If your partner is earning that much, then maybe take out other stresses. So obviously the house stress, like what you mentioned, the chores. Uh, it's basically like a thankless job in the sense that for as long as everything's running smooth, everything is good, right? So Shai commented, uh, I think it's about her COVID. She said, there is hope. This whole time, <laughs> I thought, What? <laughs> Man, uh, I mean, like, okay, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give yourself as a cook? Like, just be honest. I mean, we don't expect one, you to cook like ceviche one, or anything. One, one. I can, I can do the instant noodles. I can do the eggs. one out of ten. Like, yeah. you, you like fry an egg and that's it. Like, that's it. I, I don't worry. I've, I've done. Something I've experimented like once or twice, I believe, uh, because of shy. That that's pretty much it. I've, but but I'm the guy who's like cleanliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's like, awesome. But I'm just surprised because of how you grew up. <laughs> you know, that's the whole point. You know, like it's it's a bit of a segue, but you know, it's like because I grew up in a food business setup. I guess my Parents were old school. They're like, no, 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 no. You don't have to worry about food. So I guess I never did. <laughs> I never did worry about food. So it, 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 is, it is definitely a blessing, you know. It, it is. It is definitely uh, something I'm grateful for because most people have to learn that, right? For my parents were like, no, no, no. You're, You're uh, you don't even worry about food ever. And I guess because of that, I. Never did. I always had a plate of food. So, yeah. you know, and, and and that's because of the family food business, right? Because unlike most people, when you're when they're hungry, they're like, okay, what do we do? What's the next plan? My 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 go to was call and get it delivered. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, it is the opposite, yeah. But you to, to be fair though, um, for the many years of us being friends and all every the few times I, I am able to go to your place you always had takeout you never had like food in the ref that we could just heat or food in the stove that we could just grab or, or whatnot so thinking about it yeah it does kind of make sense i'm not as surprised as i was a few minutes ago uh, and yeah, okay. that's the whole thing you know the food business it's a family uh the family business was food right so yeah there were no images in the house the entire kitchen was the restaurant <laughs> yeah so like if you wanted something you want ingredients you won't get in the house you could okay so even if i wanted to experiment it won't be there fair enough fair enough okay okay so so you mentioned a while ago about ego right we're in if um for the men who still have this um you know let's just call it old school way of thinking about the whole being house husbands and stuff if you take away ego then they realize that being a house husband is awesome and things like that but do you think it's oh is it because of like education and culture why more modern men are open to being house husbands or is there or is it because of how times change we're in you know women nowadays have more freedom which obviously is great have more um opportunities to to be their best selves and all of that why do you think there's this rise exactly 
to a certain degree, there are more men who are comfortable with themselves. You know, uh, that, that's definitely one. They, they didn't grow up in an environment where they're told that they're never enough. Like, obviously, it's still happening. It's it's never going to go away. But comparatively, you know, like, um, back then, there's always a, there were always shoes to fill for the guy. And that was their yeah. father or someone, uh, a guy stepping, you know. So they all, and being in control of the house felt like a responsibility they were, you know, put upon them since they were born. Like, you know, even there as a kid, oh, oh, so, you know, you have to be the man of the house, so you have to take care of this. So when, what will you do when you get, and it, it, it kept in over and over to a certain degree that they feel that they are nothing if they don't control the house. And obviously the best way to do that is, you know, being able to control it with finance because nothing in the house will get done without the finance, right? So yeah. I would like to think it's because of that. Um, and I guess not to generalize, but if there's a guy who's still thinking that right now, they probably, if they're still thinking like, no, I should be the man of the house, that's what it is. Um, they're probably trying to grasp for control that they didn't, don't have in their life. That's, that's probably all there is. So, yeah. No, that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. So, okay. So one thing I also noticed is how, okay, so I do know some people. So that's I put the word some people and no, I'm not saying that like they're friends or whatever. Maybe they're like a somewhat of an acquaintance mm-hmm. wherein they don't, because you mentioned, right, that growing up, um, you're told you're the man of the house. Uh, you have to make sure that things are okay, protect like your siblings or your mom or whatnot. So I guess um, because of how you were nurtured and all these things, for some um, men, it really gets ingrained in their minds that even in the future when they have relationships, like what you said, they need to be the ones controlling and such. Like I know a couple of guys where they said, yeah, I don't want a girlfriend who is more, um, no, outgoing is the wrong word, but you get what I'm trying to say, right? We're in like the- I think, that, I think the term that gets thrown around, um, yeah. And again, for lack of a better term, but the word that gets thrown around is bossy. You don't like yeah, about bossy partners, right? Yeah. It's like they want to be the boss. Well, the partner's just there, um, looking pretty, and that's it. Uh, doesn't really Agreeable to everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, here's the funny thing, though. Um, just because there's like a rise in house husbands, doesn't necessarily mean that there are no more women out there who don't who don't want to be housewives. Actually, I do know a few women who want to be housewives. Like you know, once they get married, they would either work from home or, if not, just really be a homemaker. And there's nothing wrong with that. I guess it's just more of uh, people being more open to more modern ways of living, right? Yeah. So like. Um... Yeah, I, I, I also know some of them. Like, um, just to add to that, it there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, there's it's nothing wrong. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just when I, when I say, or at least majority of men will say they, they want to be house husbands, they're just comfortable if if it ever happened. They're not the ones who are like, you know, aiming for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
it's great. I mean, like for both of us, man. Like if your your if Shai ever earns seven million and my future partner earns like seven million, we would be like house husband bros. I'll be like, hey Ash, like, have you ever tried making carbonara without the bacon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you just put some ceviche in that or whatever, right? I mean, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I get you. So, which, so you know, modern masculinity uh, is such a big topic, but I want to talk to you about it, or that's why I brought you here, is because you know we we have very similar views, and I think it's good that we do, just that we have a you know a great discussion on it. So. I guess I'm not really sure, but you do know that Facebook has this thing, which I only discovered a month ago, so don't judge, um, called Facebook Reels, I think. You know how when you scroll in your, then you see like these mini videos? Yeah, don't judge. I was so confused when I first saw it Um, because, you know, I'm so great with technology, right? Uh, So I saw this video of this guy, right? Um, In the U.S., there's this reporter, and you know it's one of those... um, troll guys i mean troll in a good way we're in it just to make fun and whatnot right i mean not not nothing serious nothing no fake news or whatnot so there's this reporter who goes up to these fans in a baseball stadium right and he says so they're all guys right so the reporter's a guy asking this other guy he's like hey who do you think's like the hottest player of the boston red Sox, for example <laughs> and the guy the other guy was so insulted about it yeah then he's like what do you mean who's the hottest like what the fuck you know things like that like I guess he was his masculinity is very fragile. Like he was, he looked like he was about to punch the reporter levels, just because the guy's like, but no, but who do you think is the best looking guy there? You know. Then the friend of the guy just comes in and says, "Yeah, I think it's just you." And then they all just laughed after. So I'm just wondering, like you, if someone jokes you something like that, how would you react? You continue the joke. You don't uh, like if you're gonna if you're not comfortable with your sexuality to like laugh it off then that means you're are are you do you not have you not found yourself like have you do you think are you doubting yourself is that why you don't want to face it you know, you know like yeah. how it's like people are like i don't you want to face the truth and you're making me face the truth so you know yeah. they, they so they get agitated with that so i'm like if someone reacts to that I'm like well okay then good luck with your life because that thing's gonna follow you in the smallest of things, right? Yeah. Like, would you would you not be comfortable if you were, let's say, uh, traveling or something, or even you were in a festival and you got you're squishing between different people? Would you be like, oh no, that's a guy? Oh, like, it's, it's okay, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. in our friendship, I call you babe, but it doesn't mean anything, and you don't get insulted yeah. or worried, right? No. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think Shai does. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I don't think she does. But yeah, it just is more of that. Like, I, I, you know, you know, it's just a joke. And you, you pointed out that uh, have you not uh, discovered yourself that you're so uncomfortable just to play along with the joke? I mean, like, if that's asked of me, I'll just joke and just say a random player, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean that you're gay. Like, I mean, you could just say, you know, my, my best friend Ash is super good looking. I could say that without any sort of, like, sexual tension or... You know, and you know, like, and that, actually, that's, that actually says something about those guys also. Like, it means that they only see other people as 
uh, mo mostly the sexual counterpart, or rather the opposite sex. They only see them as sexual objects. You know that that, that that's a whole different topic. Like so that that means you cannot find someone or appreciate someone's attractiveness without making it sexual. Is that is that what it means? Yeah, Does that mean every girl like you them. see, yeah. what you know, old or young, is, is the only thing you see is um, sexuality in it? Like you know, that, that's a whole different topic because uh, there are actually many uh, women out there who literally say that um, they met guys who are like, literally, they are not able to see anything more than, uh, they cannot, they only see other girls as sexual partners, not friends, not, uh, you know, co-workers, I mean, just, just potential sexual partners. That's a whole different topic. But I guess it's also somewhat part of masculinity, right? We're in, you know, you realize that not every girl is a potential partner. Some of them could just yeah. really be lifelong friends or just yeah. acquaintances or just people you know, you know? So, so I'm wondering though, um, Ash, and, it's, and if, if it's only okay for you to, for us to talk about it. Like when you were growing up, did you ever have like certain views or beliefs that you know you maybe believed in them because of the time where you know we weren't that well educated yet i mean in the sense that we really didn't know the world that well you know what i mean obviously if, if you haven't if you haven't changed then um you haven't grown up you haven't experienced life uh, if you haven't had thoughts and views changed over like 20 plus years of her life then there's something wrong with you um yeah mine was mostly i i had something like that mine was mostly uh in terms of alcohol like you know i was like against it because you know i guess the people i saw growing up drinking alcohol were not the best people right so you know the association yeah. was there and later on in life, I realized that if you want to be in this world, knowing when to have a drink with someone and knowing when to have a dinner with someone and knowing when to just uh, say goodbye to someone, uh, it's a skill. It's something you need in life to progress. If, you're, no. if you don't know when to tell them to grab a drink with you, you don't, if you don't know when to, hey, I'm going I'm to take my leave, if you don't know when to shut up or when to talk then you're not going to progress in life but yeah that, that's one of my views i learned like unfortunately and same thing with cigarettes though or smoking like i still don't smoke but i realized that smoking or any type of uh, smoking at all even vaping is uh aside from just being you know just something you do to commerce or whatever it's a social thing also and if you literally exclude people that you know who smoke, then you're like not building your social skills, you're not building your connections or something. But yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, so here, here's a here's another question I want to ask you. So you mentioned that for people who grew up with, you know, certain beliefs, right? Like, you know what, maybe when you're a kid, it's your environment or your your parents gave you these beliefs and you know, of course. As a kid, you're like a sponge, right? So whatever your parents say, most of the time you will follow. So I'm wondering. So let's say, for example, there's someone 
who have who has some beliefs that are a bit eh, you know something like that and they and they say oh it's because of nurture like how i grew up and all these things like at what age could they still use like that excuse like at what age when should it be like they should be questioning their their beliefs or how they grew up like for you is there like an age where they should be more responsive and be like hey you know i should question how i grew up or question the beliefs i had as a kid uh, or the or the beliefs that i had growing up and you know make my own opinion like until what age can they say that that's their excuse before you know it's like come on buddy you're too old to to use that excuse well that's that if you if you use your argument like that if you like define by age then yeah. like it kind it kind of goes back to you then you're close minded because the only way to reach out to them is to know that not every person grew up with the same uh, education financial capability access to resources um, or even just a good circle of friends and family like you have to be aware how important that is and that it's going to impact the until the day they die or get old you know like so it's not the age it's that you as a person who's supposedly uh you know open-minded or a bit more i guess right now the term is kind of bad but the term i'm looking for is woke yeah you're a bit more right now it's, it's for some reason it went backwards i don't know why like if you say someone's woke, it's uh insult now i don't it's know anyway right anyway um if if you're the person who classifies themselves as liberal open open-minded all those things but uh when you see someone who's close-minded and you do not factor in that you have to approach them in the culture that they were raised in or the belief they are because you have to understand though they were that's their security blanket that's what they know you're literally breaking their entire life if you tell them something else you know whether it's religious cultural uh friends family you're literally breaking their entire being and if you don't approach them with the thing that they're comfortable with and slowly talking them into it then you're not as woke as you say you are so yeah there's no age it's it depends completely on how they grew up where they grew up when they grew up and even and just because someone has their resources to access them doesn't mean they will be able to because the counter argument to that is i was you right now have all the resources in your phone and computer to learn cybersecurity. yeah but I, i'm not gonna hate you and because you don't know it even though i tell you that why why don't you know this don't you have reason like that, that's the argument I'm, I'm gonna make right like just because there are information everywhere if you don't if you're not slowly um, brought into it, you're not going to go through it. Yeah. Okay. I mean that that's fair enough. That that's a, that's a very fair and neutral way to to look at things, because I guess um, like what you mentioned, right? Again, sorry for the term, but woke culture. It's more about like, oh, you know, you're so old and you should know these things. But you know, it's true what you said. I mean, we all go through life differently. We experience anything differently. As simple as both of us having ice cream, 
we both get the same flavor. You may hate it, but I love it. I mean, as simple as that. And yet, two different ways on how to experience it. So I guess it's more about how society and people should be more forgiving, I guess. Because what if, like what you said, let's say the person just grew up in a bad way. You know, unfortunately, let's say he or she just didn't catch a good break. But, you know, they make a mistake. Then if you're patient enough to correct them and, you know, make them go through it, then they're willing to change. Like, okay, I have this example. So, you know Elliot Page, right? The, the actor. Not, not, not Juno, I don't know Juno. the story behind it, but I know um, the transition and the Umbrella Academy and all those things. I know that. Yeah, so, um, so Elliot used to is a transgender man he used to be ellen page and i remember when that was first announced that i saw this um it's like you know those memes where in a like there's a news article then like several comments so i saw like a meme about that wherein the the person commented something like hey isn't that ellen page then one person kind of snapped and said wait what did you say you know what i mean in a way it's like they wanted to attack then there's like another person comments hey let, let, calm down then um, no, actually, this is Elliot already because, you know, he's transgender. He just recently um, came out, but he's already, you know, um, a man and all of these things. And the person who commented the, you know, isn't that Ellen Page or whatever, said, oh, all right, cool. Thank you. That's it. So, I mean, you know, it's more about how there are, okay, so there are really toxic masculinity people out there we're in. Even if you explain to them and you're patient with them and whatnot, they just want to be an asshole, right? I mean, yeah. you, there are just some people out there who just want to watch the world burn. They don't care about these things, period, yeah. right? But there are some people out there who may have toxic beliefs, but it's just because they don't know any better but are willing yeah. to, to change. I mean, like you, right? You had these negative um, connotations for drinking and smoking, but now you kind of are more mellow about it. Same with me in my past with you know other beliefs. And all of these things. So that's how you know I'm not a. What do you think of cancel culture? Yes, I, I am surprisingly for it because. Oh, okay. Uh, you need you know you need some sort of accountability for the people who are in power, wealth, and influence. And if okay. it's only, and then. And if there's a power in people that is able to do that, they will stay in check. Uh, because there's, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm a very realistic person. Like, is cancel culture on your bad side? So, yes, I, I know a lot of bad sides. Like, I mean, 15 years ago, I might have typed something in Facebook or something, or oh, even friends. Right? All I might have typed something in certain words, in choice of words I might have used that will not stand to this uh, today's standard and uh honestly if some if i if i were like someone prominent it, i would be called out for it that, that that definitely is an issue like hey if, if they're not noticeably different now then maybe maybe be a bit more lighter on that but generally because i'm realistic and i accept that there will be flaws and imperfections i'm for it it keeps the people in power in check. So the thing with me is, when it comes to cancel culture, I kind of get what you're going with it. But I feel that 
there also needs to be some sort of accountability with the ones who are doing it, if that makes sense. Like, uh, like for example, let's say, um, so Tim Gunn, uh, James Gunn, sorry, James Gunn, the director of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, um, he tweeted like this thing about the Japanese people. I think it was like 15 or 16 years ago. You know, and again, you know, we like what you mentioned, we all have done something really stupid in the past. I mean, let's be honest, we all have done something really stupid that if the young bloods find out what we did, they're gonna cancel us and whatnot. But I kind of feel that there needs to be a way wherein you only cancel those who deserve it. Like, for example, let's say someone said something really stupid back in the day and forgot about it because again you know yeah. it was something stupid yeah. they didn't necessarily mean it like it's not something ingrained in them you know what i mean like you know how humor before yeah it was acceptable to say certain jokes or to say certain things but now it's kind of like don't go there you know what i mean so it's kind of like for me if you find something like that about a person maybe like let them explain first and see if they still have that kind of belief if I'm making any sense, yeah. you know, before you say, oh, cancel this person because he's really an asshole. I mean, there are some who are assholes ever since, like from the dawn of time until now, they're still an asshole. But there are some people who just simply made a mistake and don't have that kind of belief anymore. So I'm kind of in between about that because I've seen um, I've seen irresponsible uh, cancel culture <laughs> done, like very irresponsible. Because, you know, for me, it's like, uh, so there's this, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this case, but there's this girl, uh, she was a flight attendant before, I don't know if it's like two or three years ago. Uh, so she was with her gay friends, they were staying in a the hotel, then she died. I'm not really sure how she died or whatnot, but she just died. Then, of course, the cops were there thinking that these group of gay friends did something and when that found out so of course you know these guys were getting arrested and whatnot then there are these people posting all of their names and their faces on facebook saying these men murdered this person you know they even raped her and all these things then they found out that all the guys were gay then they found out that she died because of some natural cause or whatever like no one did anything to her so that's kind of like my problem about the whole cancel culture thing it's kind of like that we're in the the process i don't know, the meaning is good in the sense that you want to call out people in power, like what we said, or people who are powerful. But I think we need to also be responsible with how we do it. But there's a there's a huge disparity in your uh, comparisons, by the way. I sure, forgot to point it out. These are not cancel culture. The one that, that happened to the and that with the gay best. I think that's a New Year party thing, eh? right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a New Year party thing. But yeah, 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 that um, is the New Year party thing. Yeah uh the disparity is the people they uh that was not cancel culture that is attack pure internet savagery troll attacking that's what it is um that doesn't that's not cancel culture they're they're not prominent people they're not prominent figures or influencers or even it's not micro influencers at the very least they are just normal people they normal dudes, yeah. sorry no they're just normal dudes yeah yeah and they got attacked uh, savagely uh, online and unfortunately um this this happened because uh, people didn't have control that's true but we need for cancel culture i'm all for it 
because the cancel culture only applies to the people who are in some sort of influence or power um and they get canceled um i think with my argument with that is if they if they can get canceled that means they're influential enough or well off enough to be able to accept the cancellation uh that being said either they're very rich they have investments and all those things and whatnot and if they don't then that's on them yeah and second thing if they're like micro influencers then that's still on them because if you know you're a micro influencer and you get canceled the least you could do is just scrub your entire history or uh if you and if they scrub their entire history and what came out is like they went out drinking and said very horrible things and that's what they can cancel that means they those people were in fact not good people like yeah if that's those statements come out of your my, uh, ma- mouth when you're not socially or politically correct then that's who you are and if you want, if you get called up for that it is what it is um yeah and the argument i say there is there are other mean people rude people in the influencer world and i, I don't follow them i don't uh, like them but to give them credit they're genuine they're honest and they're mean and rude and you know like if you if you are that person then don't pretend to me so uh sorry i'm, I'm giving opposite views completely from you <laughs> No, it's okay. No, no, don't apologize. I mean, you know, we're again, we live life differently. We see things differently. That's completely fine. So, yeah. So, the next thing I want to talk to you about is the whole video game, like the rise of video games. Uh, so, sorry, I'm not sure if you mentioned it a while ago, but what video games do you usually play nowadays? Like, what are your go tos and stuff? Oh, wow. Uh, it's very limited nowadays. It's very okay. limited. Uh... Which is good. Maybe I might know some of them then. Uh, the Zelda games, the Mario games, it's, it's a very Nintendo-focused one, I guess. Uh, surprisingly, I still visit RuneScape every once, every few years. Sorry, what's That's RuneScape? Something. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's, I think, the largest first. I think it's, I think it's the first, well, it's the first biggest MMORPG, and it's still alive and kicking thing. So, so it's like a Ragnarok. Even bigger, even bigger than that, and even before Ragnarok. Oh, so it's old. It's old. old. Yeah. Wait, let me, let me check that out. RuneScape. Uh, oh. And then, and the funny thing in the community with RuneScape is nobody ever quits. You just take a break, which is true because you just log back in after a couple of years to check on what's happening. <laughs> oh man, it's been on since two thousand one yeah this is even before world of warcraft it's yeah it's it started out with blocks you know like java like old school you know uh inside like web browsers and there's even like an old school version yeah but some people want the genuine old school one oh you mean because now it kind of looks like newer like and stuff like that like it's more i guess the, the mechanics the statistics the you know the, the, a lot of things change right so okay so aside from runescape uh what else do you play uh zelda mario runescape uh any other popular so, games uh, 
mostly Zelda games. I think the only popular ones I've done are like Asphalt, you know, the racing game, I guess. Um, surprisingly, I've drifted away from like hardcore gaming because it's just so annoying. You, know, you just want to come and chill, and then they're like these are pros who just come in and snipe at you. So I hated that. It's like, bro, chill. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't like have the padding and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like I remember I was a, I was that guy before when I was playing MMORPG before, and you know, like you play and play and develop skill. Probably sort of not MMORPG, but you know, any online based game, right? Shooting games and everything, right? Yeah. I was that the annoying person who was like. Because I was in high school and college, right? I didn't have responsibilities. I was just yeah, like I mean, gaming just away. Basically, yeah. yeah. I was gaming away, gaming away, and uh, I got so good that when I remember when I see LC people were just logging in and like, oh, and they didn't have skill. I just, you know, just kill them, free kill for me. Now I realize that oh, those those people were probably like are working people, have lives and responsibility, and they're we coming just to chill. Yeah, there's only enjoy the And you're the guy who comes in and just like, you know, crazy Masters pro that you're just winning the game. Yeah, you're just ruining the yeah. game for them. <laughs> like, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so because the reason why I want to talk about gaming is because, one, you're, you're super into it. I was never really a gamer. I mean, except for like, you know, the whole Red Alert, uh, mm-hmm. Warcraft 3, Frozen Throne, which is an excellent game, in my opinion. Like, for me, if you want a story, a, like, the perfect story about someone who loses their sanity, Warcraft Frozen Throne, easy win. Like, excellent storytelling, excellent game mechanics, and all these things. But, like, this RuneScape, I'm so surprised it's still alive. Like, how is it still alive? Do you pay to play or something? Like, is there a it's, membership it's, fee? It's, or? It's, still, it's still technically free to play. Um, but uh, there's, 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 like, a premium version of it that you pay. Uh, okay. So it's like uh, they they really went with the free version, and the free version is very comprehensive. It's like huge, right? But it it can be mastered. In, you can complete everything in the free version, like in a couple of months. And it's not like they stop it. It's not like they stop yeah months. Yeah, like that's how big the game is. Like you know, you do your quest, you do your level up, you do your stats, and all those things, right? Okay. Um. And it's not like they stop exactly like okay since you're done with the free version there's nothing left to do no you come back after two months there's a new thing to do you come back after three months there's a new area to explore there's a new quest you know like they, they keep churning stuff for the free players right yeah but the they call it the members world it's like a huge huge thing right uh i think it's like what, ten dollars a month and obviously cheaper if you do like a bulk buy right um yeah. And the reason it's like super popular is because, to the core of it, it's very it's a basic game. It's you're a person in medieval times with all the magic, archery, with you know all those uh, medieval stuff, right? Dragons and stuff, and you can do whatever you want. You can literally go ahead and become a farmer if you want, and that be your entire a farmer, thing. All right. Fisherman, you know, uh, yeah, just or just do all, all or all, you just love the quest, you just keep doing the quests. If they're like hundreds of quests, or if you're just a guy who's a completionist and doesn't want to do everything, you know, 
So I think that's why it's super famous and they don't do the cheap shit of, you know, pay to win setup. Like, okay, yeah. you want this? <laughs> right? Like, not just EA, like I think every game or every company. Most EA. Has, most EA, right? 99.9% EA. <laughs> right? They, they buy a game and make it pay to win, right? Like, yeah. not even pay to win, they make it pay to play. Pay to play, yeah. Right? Every milestone, like, you're not going to proceed anywhere else if you don't hit the next, if you don't pay for the next milestone, right? So it's not like that with that game. It's still like, you know what? Just give us $10 a month. We give you complete access to what we have for years and you're all good. And just to, you know, earn more money, uh, they give you like, okay, you can have costumes for, you know, and just pay for the costume. Like that, that's pretty much it. And if you don't want to pay for it, then wait for an event or, yeah. you know, earn for, for it. Like, they didn't make it a way that just because you pay as a $10 subscription doesn't mean that's the entry fee. That's not like the microtransaction, microtransaction. It's not going to be like that. Yeah. So I think that's why it's still famous. It's, uh, and the best part about it is it has now moved on to mobile. Yeah, I saw. I saw on Wikipedia, yeah. Imagine that, like this game, 2001, got so it's still in demand that they got people to develop it for mobile and connect it to the same thing that you would do in your browser or in your pc so yeah that's no, i just think it's so amazing because what i've never heard of this game and yet you're saying that unlike you know unlike other games we're in aside from paying let's say that entrance fee or that you know monthly like whatever you call that for you to be able to progress or get awesome shit, you'll have to pay, pay, and pay. But yeah. this, you know, you, I mean, you could pay. I mean, if you want to support them, I think that would be a wonderful yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they do have a donation page where they, you know, give you just visual effects for you to do. Yeah. Like, you, you donate, you get to wear this cool costume. What will just put cool color in your name or whatever? Like, you know, purely visual, yeah. nothing level you are nothing to you know cheat your way yeah but you have to be fair so i'm I'm looking at the people who made it they're called jagex yeah and they have a lot of other games like darkscape which is apparently just a separate version <laughs> of runscape oh, okay yeah. uh block and load fun orb eight realms uh yeah to be fair they, they've done a lot they've done a lot so I guess the ten dollars a month does provide for them. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so pretty sure they got, they got investors, right? I'm pretty sure. For sure. So like with that one, you know, we have these old school games like these guys. I mean, there's no Runscape tournament as big as like the, the LOL or the Dota, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But are there, there tournaments in Runescape? Like, do they say, oh, once a year, let's all just battle each other out, and whoever wins gets this, um, you know, digitized trophy? There, there, there are things there are things like that it's not as grand as you know dota or lol uh the reason being because dota lol and even counter-strike they are very skill-based like your your own hands and visual skill base it's not progression based right so rune is runescape is very progression based so, oh, so even if you don't have like amazing fingers that can click, let's say a million times a second, yeah, you could still be pretty good at RuneScape. 
Yeah, yeah, because you know you train that way, like you know, there's there's, there's a grind there. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's one. Uh, so, I've been in every now and then. Yeah. So like with um, so I mean, you know, you're obviously way more familiar than me when it comes to like the daughters, the LOLs, and the Counter Strike. But how did they become so big, man? I mean, crazy. Like in Dota, you're great. You're if you win the tournament, you get like forty million dollars or yeah. whatnot. Like. How did gaming like this just explode? Because you know, thinking about it, I would say that a Dota player has a chance to earn more than, let's say, an NBA player. I mean, let's not include like you know the LeBron James or whatever. I'm talking yeah, about yeah. Like a normal NBA player who's not like LeBron James levels could be earning less than some kid that you know once a year wins forty million dollars, right? You have to think about it the same way, like. You're basically watching grown ass adults throw a ball around in a so race. It's like how they like, the, like, that, like that, that's that's a thought. If you look at it, if you look at the skill that it takes for Dota, then you think about why am I look watching a bunch of grown ass men fight over a ball? Like you know, if you if you live by that mindset, then you realize that whether it's you, they're using their full body to play a game or whether they're using just their hands and their eyes it's still a form of skill and yeah. uh like i said in dota lol counter-strike every time you start playing you start to zero you start from zero you're not better than the other person like in terms of what you have at most yeah you will have cool designs on your gun or cool designs on your uh outfits whatever right but yeah. that's the most you get but at the level of everyone you have the same weapon, same skill, same entry point for everything. And then you compete, you fight against each other. So it really is luck, precision, accuracy, all those things that find together. And you have to understand it started small. It started with bets. It started with, you know, high school tournaments between friends. Then it moved on to, hey, let's make it, let's bring it to our college games. And from college, people realize, there's an entire group of people and they're not doing it okay and let's do it in the internet and it's not like any other boring game out there you know it started with people pulling pulling the money together and like okay entrance fee for five dollars entrance fee for ten dollars and the winner gets the pot it started with that and eventually it became so popular people are talking about it in online platforms whether it was youtube reddit uh and all those forums online they were just talking about it got, it grew and grew and grew and uh eventually people came some people became more famous than others and and teams started forming and obviously the big co gaming companies the ones who made the damn game they're like wait a minute i can earn money from this let's make my own tournament yeah, and, and get sponsors, yeah. and the sponsors yeah. will get the pot money, and whatnot. and and now that's why you have you know those Dota players wearing Red Bull T-shirts, right? <laughs> yeah, like crazy, you know, like they have these really strange uniforms, like it's um, what what do you call that material? Where like this is a cotton shirt, right? But what's that material that athletes usually use? Where it's like the sweat doesn't go through it. Ah, uh, dry fit. Dry fit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, why are their shirts dry fit? They're in an aircon place playing. Dude, it, the intensity of the game at the moment, at the heat yeah, of it, oh. you're probably like so sweating and you're 
you know, every move you make, you're thinking like 10 times, right? So that's and how you, if you, that's how you Yeah, and if you have 14 million on the line, come on. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, you know, thinking about it, um, because I was talking to one of my basketball mates about this, and apparently he plays basketball, but they play Dota and whatever. Then I asked, I asked him, like, why do you think, um, uh, because there are more kids right now um, training to be like Dota players or whatever, online game players, than there are basketball players, right? And he said that because unlike basketball, we're in, you know, you have to be born with certain, you know, um, what do you call this? With like a certain like physique or athleticism and whatnot. At least with video games, you get to really train. Like like what you mentioned, you're all start from zero. It's more about how long you train, how I guess serious you are about it, and about like improving. Because I hear that it's really about the number of clicks that you do per second or something. Like that's one of the biggest factors. Aside from thinking, like you know, in terms of like the, again, I'm just repeating what I I was told. Like I have like zero knowledge when it comes to this. Like the person could have lied to me, and I would have just believed them. But yeah, like I think you need like a million. I don't know if it's like a million or a thousand clicks a second, but crazy. Like, I'm not sure about that, but uh, I think you have like carpal tunnel or something. Most of them do. <laughs> That's why you see a lot of them wearing their a full-on wristband. Yeah, yeah. Because the you know from here all the way to the palm is it you can get it can get stiff if you're like really on it all all day, right? So. Yeah, but then but I yeah, just, the... just to add to that, like aside from being physically fit and everything, uh, the entry point to become a Dota, LOL, PUBG player, whatever it is, uh, is very low. The financially speaking, time-wise, it's so much easier. Like, understand this. Um, so I'm not. I, I wasn't much into athletic stuff, but. I was fortunate enough to be uh, to, to play tennis in high school. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you play and, tennis. Yeah. And I won't lie, like the amount of financial time and all those effort I went into just for that was crazy. Like, uh, if you don't have such what do you call it, privilege in your life, you won't be able to enter any of those sports. Like, understand this, the material needed for them is expensive. The place to play those, play those games is, is impossible to get or expensive. Um, you have to really train for it. How will you train if you, like, yeah, people have gone from rags to riches in certain sports, right? But even those people had to, like, defy the odds somehow to be able to get a chance to play that in the first place, right? So yeah. with e-games, it's not that difficult. And if I'm being completely honest, I think there's less politics because it's still brand new. Um, Maybe but eventually if you know there will be. Eventually there will be. But if you notice, you know, FIFA, NBA, all the basketball association, all the major leagues, Politics is crazy. Dynasties exist in those now. World Cup. The World Cup is the craziest when it comes to that. Um, Every sport, like, you know, like, you think, oh, it's just a normal sport. Like, no, you'll see the people who used to play are somehow in the league that sponsors them. Then they're in the council or the board of 
the entire uh, sport for that country. And I'm like, what? So there's so much politics. So. Okay, got it. No, actually, I agree with you thinking about it. Because like, like what I mentioned, no, I mean, I'm not too familiar with this. But like, like what you mentioned, with other sports, there's always like some sort of polit- political thing behind it. At least here, it's just purely you guys join the tournament. It's all skill-based. Like, I'm sure there are ways for them to protect, like, from, I don't know, can you even cheat in these kinds of games? Like, is there a way? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, there are. Yeah. There's one guy, I think he got banned because he r- quickly tried to run a bot. I forgot, what was it? Counter-Strike? I forgot which game. Was it Valorant or Counter-Strike? I'm not sure. But he tried to run a bot, and he got disqualified. Him and his entire team got disqualified. And it's like a major, you know, big pot winning. Like I think it's like millions of winnings. I forgot. And I forgot if it was the Indian guy. I think it was an Indian guy. Yeah. So uh, it went over like. Oof. Yeah. No, but wow! I didn't even know you could cheat in like these games, because like you know how, for example, let's say okay, let's go a bit old school. You know how when you play in like the campaign mode of a particular game or GTA, in GTA you could cheat. Like you can get a tank out of nowhere, you could get a bazooka yeah. out of nowhere. But I always thought that when you play online, like GTA Online or Dota or whatever, I didn't know you could cheat. I just assumed that. Well, well technically you're calling it cheating. It's more like hacking, I guess, if you will. Because So hacking? Uh, okay. Yeah, an unauthorized modification of the game to make it better or to help you so like when that guy tried putting a bot bot so uh, like he had bot. A bot to like kill the other team so bot is basically it positions your sniper point right where the head of the enemy is every time oh so this specific bot the reason it exists even until this day is because you don't need to hack Counter-Strike or Valorant, right? You can just make your mouse do it for you. You can just program your mouse and the software will try to read from the game where you properly aim that, right? That, that's what, what's one way, but I, I, I doubt it still exists. But, you know, most popular, of course, is what they call memory injection. Uh, um, basically, when it's booting up, you insert something in the middle. And that's where you get some cheats or bots in. So you do like a... Sorry, I know I sound like a super noob right now. But I never knew you could do this. So you have your mouse. Like you open it up. Then you physically put something inside. Oh, no, no. I was soft. Okay, okay. I think I went to the two different routes. Um, one <laughs> sorry, is like, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that mouse thing I was talking about is more like macro. A macro is automation for your computer, right? So imagine um, if, so if you know, if you have you played Counter-Strike before, you know, there's like recoil and it's not steady, right? Yeah, it's not. So imagine after every shot you take, the mouse automatically adjusts to compensate for that automatic movement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That can be done. It has been done. I'm not sure if it's if it's still active. It's probably years ago. Um, uh, that's one way. That's like minor, minor cheating. Uh, more obvious ones are obviously you inject something in the online game, and in the game itself, it's 
obviously once you inject something in the game, it's gonna you're basically tracking the other person. And once you uh, tracking the other person, every time your gun will automatically always point at the person's head, and you always get a headshot. You know all those things, or you know the basic stuff like always have complete health. And like when that person did the cheating, he didn't think they were gonna get caught. I mean, that's honestly. Of, like, he actually did not get caught because he had the, uh, I believe, well, I think it's a bot. I think it's an it aim bot. It, it was, he got it running. Imagine in a tournament with cameras everywhere and everything. He got it all running, hidden. Not Nobody caught him at all. Nothing. The reason he caught was because the other team was like, his shots are too good. He's cheating. Like, I mean, if, if you are a player who's been playing like this game religiously, you will know what a shot is that's perfect, perfect, or you will know what a shot is that's too perfect, right? So they called him out. I, I think the officials were like, actually, he is suspicious. Let me check. So they checked it and it was there. Like, they didn't know it. he got them, but yeah. 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 No, but still, Chinese guys or Indian guy, I forgot. Or were those two different events? But so yeah, two different guys. Probably, I'm not sure. No, but it's crazy. I, I don't though. actively follow. I'm sorry, I don't actively follow it. No, but like thinking about it, like if I were to do something like that, like if I was in my team, right? Sorry, like in Counter Strike, how many yeah. members in a team usually? Like four. I don't know. I, oh, let's officially, four. I don't know. Yeah, let's, let's just say four. For, I, I, I don't even four. have many, right? Yeah, anyway. All right, so let's say four. If I had, like, that cheat, I would just tell my teammates, I'll only take the shot if it's the game-winning shot, just so that it's not obvious. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to be, like, the MVP of the team. Because I think, if, I don't know, you could correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not a gamer in that sense. But, like, if I'm not really doing that well, right, or I'm not really helping that much, but then yeah. I the game winning shot. Then they wouldn't be too suspicious. It's more like, oh, that guy got lucky. Because that's yeah. like the only thing he got. Yeah, you know I mean, but then like if you are trying to be like the MVP of the tournament, then it's kind of I don't of think he's trying to be MVP. I think it just so happened. Um he did the too people, many for them to notice. Yeah, or maybe he targeted the same person a few times and that person was just cunning. Like he was like, wait a minute. You know, this is too obvious. So if you're in the e-games community, you probably have used hacks and bots in your life. You don't use it in official games or any games at all, but you do it for training. You do it for testing. You know, you, you, you know the bad sides of it to know the how to prevent it, how to understand, right? Or just know how it works, right? So I'm pretty sure the guy, like, if you're going to bring a bot to a room full of greatest people who play the game you're like the you're stupid like don't <laughs> right yeah because they so yeah I mean, um, i'm not surprised they did notice because like what i said right if i only did it once then it's not obvious they could just be like lucky shot or maybe or maybe he they were that team was losing i don't know the full story maybe they, maybe the team was losing and you know that was that was their like only way to survive i don't know Oh no, man! But yeah, I mean, strange. I never knew you could cheat in those kinds of games, or maybe I'm just too old for it. Uh, I don't know, man. 
but yeah come on so, like uh hey in physical sports there were you know people took drugs right yeah but I mean, that's drugs man i mean you, you could get like that tested and, right? and, and they sabotaged other people whether it's racing or whatnot yeah like um, what's her name the, the girl who the, the, the ice skater um tonya harding uh if you, if you know, know that story so no. they're figure skaters uh she like destroyed the legs of like the number one person so that she'd be the representative of the u.s you should watch the film um i tonya it's based on a true story really really um interesting film uh okay. but yeah i mean that's like physical violence at least with online video games it's just digital violence so maybe it's not that bad i don't know well yeah there's, there's always something you can manipulate to put in your favor that's considered illegal in whatever sport you are you know whether it's uh the type of things you wear uh whatnot or you know because there are specific things being banned in official games you know, in certain sports right like uh, because it gives them advantage or unfair advantage so yeah um yeah so i have one last question for you before i let you go and all uh so you know you and i were both guys who want to have families in the future you know you know things like that i'm gonna be honest with you man if my kid goes to me and says dad like can you buy me a pc i'll be like please here playing daughter please say you're playing <laughs> please say you're playing daughters i don't have to pay for your college no but like <laughs> you mentioned that you know you, you weren't that physical growing up you know you did play tennis then you stopped then you got into video games would you be open to like your kids all like as, as small as like five or six saying dad i want to become a professional like dota player or whatever the sport or whatever the game is going to be in the future like as young as that would you like support them that young or would you tell them no maybe when you're like 12 or something you know like at least finish grade school first or something like how would you handle that honestly i'll be like um no because it doesn't make sense right now because right now you're like obviously i won't call call him out like oh you don't know you're not i won't want to do those words right? but yeah, yeah more like you meet them somewhere where they're comfortable and make sense to them you know it's like okay then you keep playing but you keep playing if you meet certain rules certain things right like get a 90 be, and whatever whatnot yeah right like, keep it simple right but make them earn it to make it serious because it's a pretty good chance that eventually you get bored out of it. But what you do, what I would do is like just give them exposure to different things. Cause my my, my plan really was to get them into understanding computer science or computers at an early age. Cause like I'm not kidding when I say they're geniuses right now because kids nowadays can grasp computer te technology so easily so like by the time i think i have kids i'll be like you gotta at least live up to the baseline right like by the time you're high school i should have imparted all my knowledge to you when it comes to computer science or whatever like basic programming basic uh cyber security all those things right networking like actual networking um but yeah i, I want to i don't know i probably see case i don't know how to handle it if they, if they say earlier i would be told up and i'm like oh 
you're just you're just going for the hype, aren't you? Like you know, you, like you know, as a as a older person, like you're just falling for a scam because you saw a YouTuber do it and you got yeah. depressed. I want to do it like right. PewDiePie or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But okay, I got him right. Yes. And if PewDiePie, <laughs> but I, mean, I like, legitimately uh, googled famous Swedish gamer on YouTube and PewDiePie came out. It it, it is PewDiePie. <laughs> But yeah, um, I don't know, man. I don't know how, how I'll handle it because I can tell you for a fact that the, the this Dota doll thing is crazy. It is, man. Uh, I mean, even um, was that game Fortnite? Uh, I don't know why, but With the whole bagging thing. Did I say that right? When you sit on your yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't understand Fortnite though. I think I think I was too old by the time it became famous. Man, I can't understand any of these games. <laughs> I'm like, if it's not a you know, shucks, what do you call games like Warcraft? Like not World of Warcraft, like Mind Warcraft. Um strategy uh, game. Like yeah. I forgot what it's official. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, what I'm I have no idea, man. Like, I'm just like, I play Warcraft, Red Alert, Age of Empires 2, and everyone just laughs at me. They're like, you're really old. I'm like, I am. Yeah, I it's called no a multiplayer idea. online battle arena, MOBA. No, but it's not really online, though. I only play campaign. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Oh, that, those type of games. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just old school, man. Like, for me, that's what I grew up with. But yeah, anyway, Ash, uh, thank you so much for being here. It's awesome having you here again. Uh, Thank Before you we let me. you go, um, if you have any plugins you want to do, please go ahead. So yeah. Uh, I guess no plugins for today. I, I will um, just yeah. Like I think you've done all the plugin there is. So thank you. Why'd like you, no, but why don't you like still plug it in, man? I mean, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah. So I like to plug in. Yeah, I'll give. Uh, I like to plug in Swagat into the scene. Um, I say one of the oldest Indian restaurants, uh, almost 20 years and counting. So, if ever you're afraid to try zine, definitely go for Inspired in Cuisine because it's a light-hearted cuisine. It's a light-hearted approach to Indian food. So, yeah. Like, like where, where can we find it? Because until oh yeah, right. Okay, so okay, yeah. So, <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, it's in. The Gatsby Village, the columns, the Gatsby Village. Uh, you can't miss it. It's near Don Bosco and Mahati. And yeah, give us a visit. Uh, or you can just check out our website, swagatph.com. Great. Well, Ash, thank you again so much for being here. It's always fun having you. Even if I'm sure at times you're like, my friend is such an uncle right now with the things that he does not know. But yeah, thank you for being here. Iglap will be back next week. Uh, next Thursday, we have another guest. And watch out for the Iglap Short Talk on Sunday. Until then, thanks, everyone. Good night, and take care, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you.